You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 364 of Podcateers. This week, Larry talks about his experience being back at Disneyland. Loki launches this week on Disney+, and we ask a very important question regarding one of its main characters. Plus, Avengers Campus is finally open at Disney California Adventure. How smooth was the opening? We talk about it in this episode. Remember that you can join the conversation and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. But we'd love for you to join our small but growing community over on our Discord server. You can find an invite to join us there by going to the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com slash 364. Before we get things started, I'd like to take a moment to thank a very special group of people known as the FGP Squad, or as we call them, our podcast Fairy Godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content, and access to our monthly happy hour calls. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. Uh, I think it's time to assemble. Are you ready to assemble? Because we are. Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. But if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Here is episode 364 of Podcateers. It's like at the end of Wayne's uh, Wayne's World where they're like, (laughs) I okay, now it's time for the Scooby Doo ending. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking more High School Musical where Sharpay and Ryan are like stretching out right before they go on stage. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen High School Musical, you probably missed that reference, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because I haven't <laughs> seen it either. Not do they do it? Not any of the, the three yeah. at all. None ever. None or, ever or, in life. Nope. Or the m- mouthful of the title uh, Disney Plus series High School Musical: The Musical: The Series. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have not enjoyed any of those ever <laughs> in life. How dare you! Even ba 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 da 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 Oh wait a second! I wasn't wasn't dancing to that. I don't care what you guys say. I was not dancing to that. Uh hey, it's been quite a week, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely historic. Uh, if you joined us last week, thank you so much for checking us out over on YouTube. It was Podcateers Lifetime because we were watching the opening of Avengers Campus along with uh, any of you that joined us or happened to watch the video after. And we did a little bit of commentary as it was happening. Absolutely fantastic. We got a chance to see some videos from some of the Imagineers that had a hand in uh, creating the the land, the area, this world that we can now be immersed in, similar to what Galaxy's Edge brought us uh, just a year ago. You know, and uh, well, now it's a little bit longer than that, obviously. But I feel like this whole last <laughs> year that we lost, I don't I almost don't count it. I I, I just, just cross skip, it out. Yeah, I just keep crossing it out, and I just keep hopping over to the year before that at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many yeah. other people are doing that, but if you decide to do that, look, it's valid. 
why wouldn't we, right? It's it was right? a wasted <laughs> year. Let's not even count it. It's fine. It's all good. But yeah, it was super exciting, super historic. Uh, we talked about it on the live stream, but lands at Disneyland or Disney Parks, well, unless you're Walt Disney World or one of the newer parks that actually has uh, something called uh, a space. Uh, <laughs> you know, Disneyland here in Anaheim doesn't get a lot of expansion. You know, so the fact that we got Galaxy's Edge not too long ago, now we're getting Avengers Campus, historic moments. You know, for the Disneyland Resort here in Anaheim. I talked about it on the live stream. Wasn't a huge Star Wars fan growing up, but it still gave me the warm and fuzzies. But yo, Avengers Campus opening? Whoo! And if you didn't hear me the first time, that was a whoo! Yeah, your eyes was like Christmas time and... Yeah, you you were going crazy, which, <laughs> but it's an awesome thing. Like you said, historic. I mean, when are we going to ever see two mainlands open within less than five years apart? Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's not going to happen again for a while. I mean, if it does, then I'll eat my words and yay. <laughs> but for now, for it's us. like, yeah, it, right now it's like, this is awesome. It's exciting, too. I love it. We'll see it in five years when Disney's like, hey, Universal, we want the Simpsons back. Welcome to Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> How would that work? Like, where would they even put it? That new expansion land they're talking about. Across in that, the street. Uh, proposal. Oh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. There you go. A proposal by the hotel. Oh, that's it's, true. Yeah, it's Simpsons Hotel. <laughs> now it's Paradise Pier Hotel is now the Simpsons. I wouldn't doubt if that happened at some point. That could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Can you they do have so many properties to bring in. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I don't see them in Disneyland proper at all. Alien, Alien <laughs> Hotel, <No>. maybe, maybe. <laughs> that like a radioactive hotel. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> Home Alone Hotel. Home Alone <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what we Home need. Alo- Home Alone 2, the hotel from Home Alone 2. I can I can there see you go. walking Trap through doors. dodging <laughs> paint cans on strings just so you don't get bopped on the head while you're walking in. And then there's just like that one clip of that movie playing on a loop in the lobby. <laughs> as long as I can hear John Williams' soundtrack over and over again, that'll give me the warms and fuzzies just like going to Design Hotel. Mm. Boy, do I have a service for you, sir. <laughs> it's called Spot... Never mind. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Avengers Campus, man. I've been super excited about the opening of this. Obviously, the opening was delayed because of the you know situation that we were in last year. And it was really great to see that so many cast members were back at it. There was a good amount of people during the opening of you know that land, which we'll get into in a little while because there's a couple other things we want to talk about. But... Uh, it's exciting news all around. Marvel obviously has some new stuff coming to Disney+. Plus. We got Loki launching on the day that this episode launches. Is that an accident? No, I don't think so. They think they wow. knew. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> wow. I think they wow. knew that we were launching and we were going to be talking about Loki in this episode and how excited we were. They knew that we were going to be asking the question, how many times... Is Owen Wilson going to say, wow, 
in that wow. first episode. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you can join the game and you can add how many in the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You can also join us over on Discord. You can leave your answer there. If you haven't joined our Discord family, head over to the blog post for this episode, podcateers.com slash 364. You'll find an invite to the Discord server there. Uh, it's a small community, but we have fun. It's growing, and it is awesome. So if you have any guesses as to how many times we're going to hear Owen Wilson say, wow, let us know. Wow. Oh. What happens wow. if we go to podcateers.com slash wow? <laughs> <laughs> I might have to set something up <laughs> so that podcateers.com slash wow takes you to the Discord server and it's an invite. <laughs> if it did, I'd say wow. <laughs> Do we need a wow meter for this episode? <laughs> yeah. Are, are we up to 20 wows yet? I mean, 20 wows. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Hey, wow. Hey, wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> Join in on the Discord. <laughs> Andrew, do you have anything to say to that? No, I don't. Are you sure you don't want to say, wow? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Me wow. and Larry, we're both, like, <laughs> trying not to laugh wow. here because you guys are so good. <laughs> wow, Larry, you look a little oh. disturbed there, man. What's going on? Oh, okay. We're just sitting here saying, wow, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to keep it together. That's all I can do. <laughs> Their face is so funny. They're like, oh, my God, this is actually happening right now. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, so Loki's launching today. We're super excited to dive into that. Obviously, we're recording this episode before we even get a chance to see it. Disney Plus, if you guys want to put us on the media list so that we can preview all this stuff beforehand so we can really talk about how many wows are in the episode, let us know. We're up for it, man. You know, comments at pocketeers.com. Hit me up on Instagram. You know how to get a hold of me. Super Subject simple. line wow. Yeah, <laughs> subject line wow. Exactly. Um, but I love it. I, I've been looking forward to Loki. Uh, I, man, everything, okay, look, so I was listening to the D23 podcast, right, and mm -hmm. they had Josh Tomorrow and they had Kevin Feige on, which was recorded shortly after the opening of Avengers Campus. One thing is super apparent to me, I, I don't think anyone will disagree with me when I say that, yo, Josh Tomorrow is the man in almost yep. every aspect. He looks... And speaks like he cares about the cast members. He looks and speaks like he cares about the parks and how things are executed. But more importantly, when he speaks about things happening in the parks, you could tell he's just a devoted fan. That came across not only during the opening of Avengers Campus, but also when we did the commentary video for the lighting of Sleeping Beauty Castle. Right when he first came mm -hmm. on to introduce that. They asked him, what was the first attraction that you wanted to ride when the park reopened? And he said, uh, it wasn't really an attraction for me. It was standing in the middle of Main Street, and it was watching the people come through the turnstiles. It was watching the cast members. It was an emotional moment for them. It was an emotional moment for me. I was choked up watching people come in because that's what this place means to us. you know. And it's crazy to think that a place like Disneyland brings so much happiness to all of us. And there's still so many people out there. They're like, oh, Disney adults, they're crazy. They don't know what they're doing. Disney <laughs> adults. 
And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I consider myself a Disney adult. I think we're just going to have to take the turn back at this point because... This chalice the millennial wants a Mickey bar. Well, I mean, I have children, so I don't know if I fully count as a Disney adult. Uh, I'm claiming it. I don't care. Do whatever you want with it. Right? Exactly. There's no rules. Right? But like I said, it was it was really apparent that Josh Tomorrow just loves Disneyland. You know, he loves what he does mm-hmm. and he loves the company that he works for. Um, I, I don't know, Larry, you recently went to the parks, you know, it was your first time back in since, you know, everything started last year. Tell us how it went, man. Tell us how you felt and what it was like reentering our happy place. You know, uh, taking a deep breath because it, like you said, it brings out a lot of emotion. Uh, I think we've talked about it before about what we expected and it's, when I look back now at when it happened, I did exactly like we kind of all agreed on, like soak it up for every moment. Uh, but they felt like when you hear that description of, you know, Josh explaining that right there, it's almost like it's like this constant thing that we all have like in like together with Disney and Disneyland specifically, you bring that up. Cause once we first walked through uh, the turnstiles, there was like a moment, you know, and, and you kind of like, like is this real kind of thing right that was your first thing almost like a a denial that's what me and my wife are feeling and then the next point you you know you go under the railroad and you pick your left or your right which way you're going to go right this little tunnels is another thing it just by tradition went to the left for some crazy reason but i did went towards you know the you know main street town hall or city hall and then uh, i had to stop there for a minute because you know right there when you're in the middle of that hub area right where the flag's at, and then you turn back around, you see the main street, you know, train station, all of that. Just, it was pretty cool because Corella was out there, which is cool. There's a character out there too. So you're kind of like, oh man, this is this is really happening. And then we took the walk down Main Street USA. And um, there was just a lot of my feelings uh, to explain. Immediately when I went through, I felt this uh, resounding peace, like, it felt okay again. Like if, if that makes sense yeah. that when I came in uh, just a full feeling of that, a release of so many things that were reality in the past year that we just mentioned beginning this podcast kind of let it just floated away. And I didn't feel emotions. I just felt peace again. Like I could let go of something and accept to be admired and like astonished again. And it was the castle. I hadn't seen the castle without, you know, the full look as it looks with the new, you know, paint and the, hitting the sun a certain way. Those things weren't open yet when I, last time I went. And, um, man, it really hit me to be, for the first time in a long time, like really, truly, like, amazed again. And I got sucked up in it. And it's just like it was when I first went in. You're just amazed, face force, perspective. And then I turned over to my wife, and she's already crying. And she started crying, and I was like, <laughs> yeah this is it and then when she goes we're you know we're back home you know what's funny what got her and this is the interesting part i don't know this is maybe something i took for granted too we're walking in we're turning to the right towards like where the corridor card is and then plaza in right we saw the ducks and little ducklings walking and they just walked right by us nobody nobody blocking they just walked right by us and i think that was like that moment for her and especially me it really bring back a lot of memories of 
you know, just being at Disneyland. And then you see that, like, we're reality, we're, your reality isn't, like, there's a part of real life here. Like, there's a magic that people will let ducks walk by you because it's that much of a happy place, right? Mm-hmm. It kind of just sat in right there. And it was like, boom. After that, my kid mode kicked in. I ran straight to Space Mountain. Because nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, there's no fast passes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's the next part. But that's to explain just the play-by-play right there walking in. That's that's really how it went down. It was just a, a lot of emotion and, and a release of just feeling peace again and the happiness to admire something just because it's okay to do that. It's cool. You're okay to do that. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I feel like I'm trying to plan for the same thing, you know, once we're able to go. And you know as we've been planning as and as the day gets closer uh i it's weird because like i feel the excitement inside right obviously there's a side of me that's still trying to be cautious and everything but the excitement i actually talked to a friend of ours today and you know we were talking about you know how you feel about going to theme parks and everything and there's certain things that i just I don't know like this this last year made apparent to a lot of people or at least I hope it made apparent to people that although Disneyland is a business like first and foremost Disney is a business let's make that Mm -hmm. clear okay Disney is a corporation that has a board of directors and has stockholders that they have to answer to and their main business is to create magic and to create a happy place for people that visit the parks. That's their business. That's what they do for a living, right? Uh And this last month, like from the day that we're recording this last month was May. And uh, May was Mental Awareness Month, right? And I think what the reopening of Disneyland really hopefully did... And the emotion, and this is why I kind of brought up the term Disney adult earlier, because uh, I've heard a lot of people speaking ill of Disney adult and how they're crying and weeping and, you know, how it's stupid. And what you described is what I think a lot of people felt or are feeling as they're walking through the turnstiles again. That emotion, that separation from reality is the reason we've always gone to the parks because there's something in our real life that we want to not connect with and Disneyland allows us to disconnect, right? And it's something yep. that I'm bracing for. I'm. It's something that I'm hoping I can make the reconnection with in the way that you did and I can forget about... While still being cautious, obviously, it sounds weird to say it, but, you know, (laughs) still feeling the magic as I walk through the gates for the first time. And that was part of the reason why when we decided that we were going to take the next step and finally go back to the parks, you know, Avengers Campus is brand new and I know it's the brand new shiny toy, but that's why we made the decision to go back to Disneyland first. We didn't get a park hopper. We got a one day pass, but. The castle, Main Street, it's Waltz Park. You know, Mm -hmm. it's no matter how you felt about California Adventure since the opening or the rededication, it doesn't matter. Disneyland is Disneyland, right? That's what I'm looking forward to. So the fact that you were talking about that and that's how you felt, I'm like, okay, yeah, I feel like I'm going to feel it again. 
creating that separation from the real life paranoia that a lot of us feel outside of the park. I'm just looking for that connection with the park again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think there's a part of it, you know, a lot of people Disney related and specifically in our group here that we're talking, it reopens that creativity in you again, you know? And I think in whatever you do, like Hazen, you know, you focus a lot, you focus a lot on photography, you know, Andrew, you see you know, a lot of like shows in the background. That's kind of what you've done. Melissa's a lot of art. She sells those things. And for me, um, you know, it's the rides, I think a lot of it for me. And then just in what they do for like the customer service element of it, like you're talking about how it becomes, it's accepted to be something that we're are happy here like we are trying to make this happy environment so it just brings out a creativity in this in you again that a year ago was kind of really hard to dig for you really had to dig deep and mm-hmm. this is why people liked going it's just like going to your favorite park your favorite hike your favorite that's why i don't question it you know people question disney i think a lot because the money that's involved with it and the company behind it but it's the same as somebody that goes like on a lake or someone that goes to do you know, a walk out to a nice area, it opens up that creativity and again, and it's really amazing for us because we see, you know, it's people, these Imagineers were at the top of their game. It's like sports. It's like watching athletes when they're in their, their prime and not to say like Imagineers lose prime, but this is some of their best like group projects and you're seeing them on display forever. And when you see that again, it's like, there is like magic element and that's the point i think people forget there's a magic element to this it's the separation reality number one number two there's real magic and that's in it people come together to create these things that you can't see anywhere else like you just said it's waltz park it's the one where it all started where that idea came to fruition and it hits you it hits you right when you walk in so I, I can't wait to hear you guys' stories, like, honestly, because that's, that's exactly what went through me. And it's, it is weird, but at the same time, I didn't, it's not like I didn't accept it. <laughs> I totally, <laughs> I totally just, I loved every moment. I'm just, it was really, really nice again. And there was that, you know, you hit through that music on Main Street and that piece, like you said, you kind of want to be careful. You know, it was weird. It just felt like that piece of you before when you were going to the parks before kicks into gear too, where you're like, I know, like, I'm not a tourist, <laughs> but I'm a Disney fan, so you, like, make sure, like, you're naturally making those movements, so I wouldn't worry about it, like, you just, it, it works, it's so weird, I would say, it's like, it's like riding a bike again, Yeah, that's really what it is. Yeah, it's that's crazy. That's so cool, it, yeah. I, I think I'm past the, I think I'm to the point where I'm just excited to be a kid again, <laughs> yeah. that, that's it, just to go and play, like, you were mentioning, Larry, how there's like the fishing spots or people go out to hikes and that's their happy place. And this right here, this is our happy place. And we just happen to find so many people who are just like us. And there you go. And you just do your thing. And that's what happens over at Disneyland. I mean, eh. Pretty much everyone here. It's like, that's pretty much it. (laughs) So I'm, I was just listening to you and it's like, okay, I'm, I could just picture the emotions and everything. And I'm just listening in my head. I'm just listening to like what's being played on main street, just the smells and whatnot. I'm like, oh, soon. 
soon. <laughs> just to hear everything <laughs> and to feel everything and just just to let go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys get a park hopper for for when you guys go back, or are you only doing California Adventure? Mm-hmm. You did park get a park hopper. hopper. Yeah. So yeah. your mm-hmm. first day, are you going to Avengers Campus, or are you doing Disneyland the first day? Disneyland okay. first. First, first park. Okay. Yeah. Park. All right. Yeah. I was just wondering Disneyland. if you were going to go to the new shiny toy, or if you were going to go to the extravagant old one. Yeah. I want to go hug my castle. (laughs) 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 Gotta go see Indy, man. I gotta go see Sala. Right? (laughs) Well, that and the new shininess of the Haunted Mansion. Yes. Yeah, new shininess Uh, of everything. I mean, so much brought, you know, got an upgrade. I'm excited to see it all. I mean, there's no upgrade, but I want to go on Small World again. (laughs) Oh, I know. I did miss Small World. That's one thing I did regret. But I I know, you know, like there's like you had to make choices, right? Yeah. It was really a choice. It was really hard not to tell you guys about Haunted Mansion because I'm telling you, it's a a gem. I wouldn't even call it a shiny toy. It is a gem, and they made that thing shine like it should be once again. It's amazing. Like one of the ones in Dopey's Eyes. Yay. <laughs> oh, 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 man. I, I don't even want to get into – I don't want to do that either. Snow White. I, I'll tell you about that if you guys want to know, like, that part. Um, I want to watch mention. the video. Uh, <laughs> the, um, the day it came out, I watched the so video. The, <laughs> Fine. <laughs> the, the, the ride, I'm not going to give away too much because I still want you guys to, to live through it. Because it's funny. The whole day, I, a lot of people – Fantasyland's always popular, right? Because mm-hmm. kids, you know, that's the main spot. That ride was probably the longest wait out of all the rides. So wait, we were kind of over like, Peter Pan's happen- flight. Yeah. No. <laughs> what? Because yeah. that oh, attraction a little before yeah. the park even opens already has a four-hour wait time. Nope. This is fact. When we were there, we checked every time, and it either it kept right with it or it peaked over it. Wow. It was no way. Wow. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. Wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the Peter Pan, um, I'm glad when we wrote it, wrote it excuse me, uh, this is a talk about when we enter. I'm going to talk about towards the end of the night. Uh, it was it was later in the night. And I really wanted to make talking about feels a tradition me and my wife have made is just to sit on Main Street right near the castle and watch the sun, those pink, those pinks hit the sky in Anaheim and those blues and the clouds kind of set. And then you see that nice sunset, right? Mm-hmm. That was our goal. So we got there, sat there and did some people watching, which was still funny as heck. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, it got to that point where you got the castle, the beautiful hue. We took a picture and then we saw the queue kind of go down for Snow White and go, let's, let's, let's just ride it. Let's try it. Let's get in. Let's just do it. We'll see how it goes. It was a bit of a queue because it was all the way into Fantasy Fair. That's really where it was starting. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And they wow. queued in that area, like, where uh, I guess that would have been where, jeez, oh, I'm trying to think of. It's on the side where they have, like, the little Pinocchio, I believe that's, like, yeah. okay, the Okay, the uh, Princess Fantasy Fair. Yeah. And then queue. the dance floor, right, where they have the bands. The dance floor. Yeah. So that's queuing in that area. But, yeah. And then you cut in through the castle to that side that opens through, and mm-hmm. that's how you got into the area the physical queue snow white so mm-hmm. it was cool though because the lighting was getting darker and darker and you really got to see fantasy land at night and the carousel a gem again like <laughs> something else they've redone and then you look over peter pan they've even enhanced some of the lighting that's on the front of peter pan just the heads up nice and then when we went on snow white hands down i i felt me and my wife walked off the ride and go that 
is Disney. It reminded me of nice. when having one of our first worst trips ever together. We did it and we had like bad. We locked our keys in our car. We were like, we shouldn't have came. Bad weather. The fireworks got canceled. But we got on Soarin' that time and we were just amazed. That was the first time we got on Soarin'. This ride they redid for Snow White is just the Imagineers like that are on this hit the Disney notes on every balance of amazement and just filling your Disney vibes with what they give music wise. And then third to really immerse you in a quick timing of each transition of the part of the ride. It's really well done. I can't speak enough. It, it was probably maybe the, I would say it was our perfect ride ride to end the night for us Aww. at least by just mistake. It was amazing. Wow. That's great. Wow. <laughs> I know. I is anyone the, keeping the, track? <laughs> <laughs> I have to do a, a, a edit count, Hazen, at the end. You'll have to hop in and right? say 3,800 wows. Wows. Wow. <laughs> and they're not being forced out. It just happens. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like some of them thing. are. It's like, wow. Oh, okay. yeah. wow. Well, hey, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked the uh, Disneyland app while we were recording, and uh, both Snow White and Peter Pan have a 40-minute wait. So there you go. Neck and That's neck. Crazy, neck and neck. Man. Uh to uh, uh Mr. Toad has fifteen, Pinocchio's ten. Yeah, that's about what it was the night I went to. Very, very similar so. to that. So it's crazy. I wonder if Pinocchio's gonna get night. the next treatment for that then. It's I I I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I would hope so. What they did, when you guys see it, uh, you'll hope so too, trust me. I mean it's, it's the yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's the newest one out of the Fantasyland attractions, right? Mm-hmm. As yeah. far as I know, Pinocchio's the newest. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping for Toad. Oh, I love Toad. Got on Toad that for sure. has a lot of other issues, man. I mean, <laughs> if they touch Toad, I feel like the city's going to be involved and they're going to be like, well, 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 you're redoing this attraction. Let's talk about codes. So I think they well, don't want to push too many buttons. The- yeah. I don't know. They already redid the other attraction that's in the same building. So Yeah, but that's different well, because you... there's a lot more space that you can work with, right? There's a lot more space between the vehicles and if you have to evacuate and all sorts of other yeah. things. So. Gotcha. Well, I mean, because you know what Al- the yeah. You guys speak about issues. <laughs> Here's another inside thing. That ride, the only reason we got onto it, because it was the second time the Rise of the Galaxy had broken on us. And that was the only ride at the time. We were like, let's walk over and try to kill some time here. Because we were in the queue for the second time. We ended up in the queue three times. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Shoot those out. Yeah. (laughs) So there's your irony. We went to Toad for the reliability. (laughs) Tough day for Rise, unfortunately. Wow. It's, uh, I mean, look. Uh, I think that regardless of how much they've been open at this point, they're still trying to get the kinks out of everything, right? Out of queues, out of attractions. I I know that they kept up with the like the topiaries and all that stuff. You know, they, they did all the gardening and kept the park looking nice, but do you know if there was any word on whether the attractions were actually running? The entire time, because you have to assume that at some point they have to run them so that things don't seize up. Not that I think they would. I think they're well kept enough that that's not going to happen. But 
you kind of got to keep the seats warm at some point, right? So somebody's got to be riding them and remotely controlling them and enjoying Space Mountain round and round, breaking records. Ooh, imagine if somebody <laughs> did that. That'd be a good job. Just right? Just pandemic guy that turns all the rides on. Riding with Mr. One-Way. And rides and and right. Just kind of hanging out with the ghost of Space Mountain. That's pretty dope. I like it. <laughs> so Little Timmy. <laughs> Who knows if they did that or not? I mean, it would make sense, but I think it was probably more on a like, like a daily or weekly basis if they did anything, as opposed to just constantly. Because that power, when you're not getting any income coming in, you know, all that electricity, all that stuff they got, uh, especially when they didn't have any money coming in, it's kind of a yeah weird thing to think about. But yeah, you know, and stuff, you know, stuff like uh, pirates and it's a small world and stuff like that. Boat rides probably aren't as uh susceptible to being stagnant as something like a snow white or something where it's just like a lot of old gears yeah, <laughs> yeah. make sure the grease doesn't get all gunked up with dust yeah well even pirates had uh, a little bit of a facelift i think on the discord server um fgp squad member albert shared a couple of photos and videos of some new fire effects that had come into mm-hmm. the attraction and I, I was in awe. It just looks so beautiful, man. It's so weird to see how destruction on an attraction looks so phenomenal. You know, it's like it's beautiful. But right. uh, it, it absolutely is. Just the way that Imagineering pulls off some of these effects. And so practical. That's the crazy thing. Like some of these are practical mm-hmm. effects. A lot of them are stage Those effects. Screens. You know, that, that you see in theater productions. I, I know Andrew's familiar with a lot of that stuff, but... Oh yeah, I I love it, man. I I absolutely cannot wait till we get back because there's there's a, a child trapped inside of me that needs to get out, and that sounds weird because I'm not like a robot or anything that has a child controlling <laughs> it or anything. But yeah, and that child needs some chicken. He needs some plaza uh-huh, in chicken churro. and maybe a waffle. I don't know. We'll see how that <laughs> <Yeah>. goes. <laughs> I got to ask you guys, since we're talking about food, this has been a debate for years on the podcast, and I want you guys to chime in, but turkey legs, have you ever eaten one? Yes. Okay. Have you eaten one at Disneyland and or at California Adventure? I had one at Disneyland. Never at DCA? No. Mm. So I have a theory that you can tell the difference between the turkey legs from Disneyland and California Adventure because one is saltier than the other one. Uh, nobody believes mm-hmm. me because apparently they're all in the same brine and they're all done in the, you know, backstage the same. I don't care what you say. You could tell one's from DCA. So Mel and I had talked about doing this challenge. I'm going to rope yeah. you guys into it. We're going to have to taste both I, of them. That's a good one. But <laughs> I can guarantee you blindfolded, you will be like, no, yeah, that's the DCA one. I'll probably like. I need half the leg. Can we do that? <laughs> That's, Larry, you can be a have. Good judgment. You, I'll take a bite, and then you can have the rest of mine because I am not the world's biggest fan of turkey leg. And and as part of the challenge, if I have to guess where the shawarma's from, and I have to eat a couple of those, I will gladly do that. It's for science. Oh darn! It's for oh, science. Darn. Okay. That's... Whatever I have to do. Such a trooper. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad that your visit to the parks went so well, man. Uh, I know the anticipation was building up. We were all so happy for you when you finally had an opportunity to step in. And uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. We're going to get to hear from Mel and Andrew next. Uh, they're going Woo-hoo. before I do 
and then obviously uh, I'll be trailing in the back. But hey, at least the light is at the end of the tunnel at this point. For sure. Right? Yeah. And there's so much. I feel like you're going to get the full circle experience. Like we're kind of getting like the tears. It feels like I got this tier still where the transition's just about to happen. And then they're going to get the Avengers campus transition that things have a little past that. And you, you know, you're going to get Disneyland and all of that for what it's past. And now, you know, what it comes back after that time. Yeah. So True. it'll be interesting. I feel like I'm getting the Disneyland that people complained about when we were still APs. That's like, we can't enjoy no. it because the lines are so long because of all you AP holders. I'm like, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. You know, I could mention that that the lines, you know, right now, here's the thing. Yeah, the lines right now are physically distanced and the rides are really as you've all been mentioning way before on here, it's they have certain seating limits to make sure to keep people physically distant. My mind though is wondering how is it going to go to this next part when Andrew and Melissa grow because what's the next tier of when the rides are allowed to be fully put in and the people on the ride do they bring back the fast pass do they wait i mean we did see while we were there the first day they were implementing the photo pass again they had just brought it out that day so that's an option again but i mean are they gonna bring back fast pass again how does it work because we all are a little bit masters of the fast pass i'm not gonna everybody in here (laughs) kind of knows how it works right right (laughs) (laughs) so then you might benefit from that that's what i'm wondering because if they don't bring it back the rides, as you, Andrew just mentioned, kind of kept a steady pace. You know, we'll see. It's just it'll be an interesting rollout. Yeah. It's going to be um, they're going to have to to increase capacity of the park. They're going to have to increase capacity of the attractions. Yeah. If if you are boarding only one party per boat or every other row or in Space Mountain's case, like the front row and the last row or whatever they're doing. They're not going to be able to get as many people and the lines are just going to, you know, you can bring the park capacity up to 50%, but if you bring it up to 50%, the lines are going to be, every attraction is going to be 200 minutes. Yeah, Space Mountain all around. And that's the thing, right? And that's Mm -hmm. the thing. We're just weeks away from capacity being at 100%. Well, allowed to be at 100%. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to bring it to 100% because they're still not at 100% Walt Disney World. And Florida has been open for two months. That's true. So That's very true. I have a feel. I have a feeling that they're going to, we're going to be kind of in the same pace as as Walt Disney World was, but we're months behind them. So I think it's still going to be, you know, we'll still have the distancing, we'll still have masks, and we'll still have capacity limits to a degree. I, I you know, I yeah. think they're going to try and, I, th- I think they're getting enough you know, money out of the people that are coming because there's no annual pass holders. Everybody's buying a ticket. Everybody, every ticket's a premium ticket. It seems like at this point right now, Pretty is much. A and tier parking, five ticket and concessions. And, yeah. And this is the one I mentioned, Hayes. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so, the, where, where do we find this balance? Like, you don't know when you go, it could be something where they figured out a balance that we talked about. You know, you're talking about the bad AP side. Maybe that they finally are being truthful to the guest experience. Yeah. Yeah, the so, general guest. So I mean, I would I would love to go to a Disneyland where the longest line I had to wait in is thirty minutes. But we'll yeah. I, we'll see what happens. You know, hopefully hopefully there's still some uh, limits when we go in July. Um, just if not, I have a feeling it's going to be <laughs> a little uh, 
hard to get on things. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna see limits still. I really I still, do. I mean, it's only a month at less than a month after full opening for the state, and right. I, I truly do believe that um, there's still gonna be a lot of limits mm-hmm. that they're self implementing you got to bring the cast members back yeah that's a big key a lot of the things we went to when we talked to cast members they were saying you know uh for instance mobile order Uh, if you don't see mobile order available or if you do see mobile order and walk up that means that they have more cast members working inside of that specific food offering Mm. so there were some we could mobile order only and there were some we could do walk up and mobile order so that was the difference yeah so i think a lot of it depends on that too and, I mean, the challenge is, obviously, with not having the cast members, were pretty evident with the opening of Avengers Campus, right? So, um, I mean, I think yes. it's a good time to talk about that. Uh, I wanted to talk about, you know, since we were talking about Disneyland and going back, I know that Disney Plus has this new Behind the Attraction show coming. Uh, there's not a lot of information outside of the episodes, but we could talk about that next week. Um, considering your experience, and you were talking about the cast members, uh, let's transition over to the opening of Avengers Campus for a bit. Uh, but before we do, I do want to remind you that this episode of Pocketeers is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad. Uh, we call them our podcast fairy godparents, but they've given themselves the name FGP Squad because it's much faster to write in a hashtag, apparently. And if you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can head over to podcasters.com slash FGP for more information. There you'll find a little info about what it is and how you can sign up on Patreon, a list of our top contributors, and a little more info on the podcast. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We'll be happy to help you out with any questions. But to all of the members of the FGP Squad family, we just want to send a huge thank you because it's their support that helps make these episodes possible. And we just appreciate all of their support. Wow. 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 Uh, Avengers Campus opening, you know, was crazy because I was watching things unfold on social media. And Mm -hmm. I think there was a, a good amount of positivity. You know, there was a lot of happiness, but... There was some negativity rolling out because of the fact that certain things just weren't happening for some people. Uh, opening days for anything are difficult, right? Because you never know yeah. what's going to work out and what's not going to work out. It was surprising how they took an approach to certain things, though. When you think about the opening of Galaxy's Edge, one of the things that stood out to me was the three-hour window that they did. The three-hour window, I think, was one of the best things that they were able to implement because it gave people an opportunity to go in, to see what they wanted to see, buy a couple of food things, maybe not hang out in Oga's Cantina all that much unless that was the only thing you did for the three hours. But it still offered you the opportunity to keep a controlled amount of people in the land. It was fair for people to get on, on Smuggler's Run. Rise was obviously not open here at Disneyland yet when it opened that ended up opening months later but I think the flow of how things went and how they were kind of corralling people to enter the land in in groups worked really well for Galaxy's Edge and I feel like that was one of the things that was missing the most that really was an opportunity for growth with how Disney opened Avengers Campus I was watching videos and photos of people standing in crazy long lines that were wrapping from the front of 
Carthay Circle all the way back to Pixar Pier in, in some instances. I obviously don't know the full story, but from piecing together and from getting messages from people that happened to be there, it seems that there was a weird conflict where in order to get into the land, you obviously had to have the reservation, right? You, you had to queue up for it. Mm-hmm. Mission Breakout, now in order to ride the attraction, you now had to queue up to even get into Avengers Campus. It was essentially a walk-on because of everything else that people were doing, but you still had to queue up to get onto the attraction. On top of that, the mobile ordering system went kind of wonky, and people were placing their orders, but they either ran out of certain food items, or they had to wait 6 to 10 hours for their food order. And it was kind of crazy for me to see that because you would think that Disney had a better handle on it. And I think where they went wrong, and if anybody was there and you can correct me on this, please do so. Because, again, I'm trying to piece this together from what I saw on social media and from the messages that people sent me. But where everything seems to have disconnected was the fact that if you place your mobile order, the only way that you can get that you could get into Avengers Campus was if you queued up. Even if you had a food order ready to go, you weren't allowed to get into the land. You had to queue up. Mm. So that means that all these orders were getting placed and they were just sitting there because people were in the queue or they were waiting there for hours. The other thing that looks like kind of went wrong, and and again, this is kind of just like a growth opportunity, right? Was that there, there didn't seem to be a time limit. And I don't know if any of you saw if there was a time limit or not, but I feel like that's one of the things that made the opening of Galaxy's Edge so successful and allowed so many people to see it in the time span that they had available, not just for CM previews, but for the previews that they did for all of the guests, like when we had the opportunity to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I, I don't know what you guys saw on social media, but am I missing anything? Like, I feel like that's really where the bottleneck turned out to be that there was a disconnect between not being able to enter when you had a food order unless you queued up and it was your turn to get into the land. So you couldn't even get your food. And it looks like they may have fixed that later on, but really I feel it was the time limit in the land that really played a big part in so many people not having the opportunity to enjoy it that day. Yeah. And I mean, I remember talking just with people during uh you know galaxy edge opening and hearing things and everybody was speculating this is how all new attractions this is how all new lands are going to open we're going to have a month of ticketed you know even if it's just a free ticket but a ticketed reservation for the land for anything that's new and you know people kind of joked about it and just about it at the beginning but once it happened and you were able to get your reservation and get into the land it wasn't bad it was you know three hours was enough for what we had um if rise was part of that three hours would have not been enough yeah but um yeah yeah i i it's it's very strange that it didn't uh it wasn't implemented here and i wonder if that if there's something to do with um any of the distancing uh requirements or uh, trying to not have so much interaction between 
um, cast members and guests because we did have to have that, you know, the wristband and the oh, this yeah. and then queue up over there and all that stuff. So um, I wonder if it was consideration with that or if it was, you know, it could have been too. The company wanted everybody to see that there was a big long line for <laughs> the new thing, which, you know, during Galaxy's Edge, they touted that, um, hey, a uh, long line doesn't mean uh, is a long line is a a bad sign. It means that you're not your attraction's not uh, doing well. You're you know it's too slow. It's too this. It's too that. So um, there's a lot of weird things to think about when it comes to that. But yeah, I 100% agree with you that it could have been uh, handled a little uh, differently and might have made people's day a little better. I think you mentioned the main keywords and that's learning curves or growth. I mean, we've seen things like this as far as Carsland when that opened and when Radiator Spring Racers would um, open, I've waited in line for about, you know, hours, but I wanted to ride it, but I knew things were going to happen because it was, it wasn't the first time. Um, it's actually not the first time for rides to actually have technical problems and it could be a sort of anything, you name it, just last minute detail thing, just doesn't want to work. It's that. But opening day, even at Disneyland, wasn't a perfect day. Yeah, that's true. That's the best thing I could say without having to be negative about it. But it's just, it happens. Things happen. Um, I'm pretty sure Disney's going to figure out how to make things work and what went wrong and whatnot. It's unfortunate that it happened, and I do feel bad for everyone who did have a bad day because that's the last thing you want to do, especially if you were waiting in, you know, outside over at Harbor um, Boulevard. I mean, if you were doing that, it's going to be disheartening when you don't get to do the things you wanted to do. My heart goes out to them, and I, I hope they could recover that and have another, you know, chance come back if they can. But, yeah, it's just kinks. A lot of it is kinks, and that's it's, it's hard. It's hard to say, yeah, it could be that or whatnot. There's so many variables. Yeah, it seems to be already getting better as the days progress. Yeah. Cool. I've not seen as much. The line is not nearly as long as the opening day line. You know, somebody said they waited, you know, midday twenty minutes to get into the land today. So nice. It's it's getting better. I'm sure the the web slingers. Uh, reservations are still hard to come by but at least being able to walk into the land is not six eight ten hour just to stand in the hot sun all day (laughs) and that was one of the hotter days last week too right yeah yeah Yeah, that that's brutal man yeah i mean they still have they still have the opportunity to implement something like the ticketed you know windows like they did for galaxy's edge we're only a few Mm -hmm. days removed from the opening at this point and it was just so successful with Galaxy's Edge that I would argue that it it would be a good opportunity. I mean, even for social distancing, you mentioned it a bit ago, Andrew, but mm-hmm. I feel that having a limit of how many people can be in the area that you can monitor for a specific amount of time might even be safer because you're cycling the people through, right? You're not having people that are you know, angry or frustrated or whatever the case is, standing in line for hours and hours on end with, 
in some cases didn't look like very much social distancing of where they were standing. Mm-hmm. But I, again, it could have been me. It could have just been families that were close together when they were standing in line. Again, I wasn't there. I'm, I was just trying to piece everything together from what I saw on social media and the comments that people were leaving. But if they went to, you know, a windowed ticket system for the next two or three months to give the opportunity, you know, for people to just cycle through the land. And, you know, that's just how it is for the next few months, especially while we're still dealing with social distancing and, and, you know, wearing masks and everything. I'm totally for it. I think it would work really well to offer an opportunity for way more people to see what's inside Avengers Campus. Because I got to tell you, man, the photos people are posting are gorgeous. They are especially the ones at night, man. All of the lights that you see, the the sanctum photos are just, ah. There's this guy I follow on TikTok. I forgot his name, but everything he watches, like he just yells out like, gorgeous and like like every time i see one of those photos from avengers campus like that's exactly how i feel like i'm like gorgeous right i i i I, it just makes me feel so good to see such wonderful photography coming and there's so many easter eggs hidden among Mm -hmm. like everything like one of the biggest easter eggs that i'm sorry to ruin it for you guys if you guys wanted to see it but i gotta tell you that Remember when we first uh, talked about the opening? I was like, man, I'm kind of really hoping that we get a Tony Stark hologram because, you know, the precedent's already been set. And uh, I think Mm -hmm. um, somebody on Discord, uh, I forgot who mentioned it, but on Discord, somebody mentioned that, you know, it was probably going to be a Peter Parker one. I think it was Jarrett on, on Discord. And... I almost knew that that was coming because it's web, right? Like it's, it's a Spider-Man attraction, but in my heart of hearts, I would have wanted Tony Stark. But when you're boarding the attraction, I'm almost positive that on the screen, when they're flashing all of the members of web, that Riri Williams is there already. We've talked about Riri Williams. We have iron heart. Also one of the members, you know, who's created their own iron man costume. Uh, we talked about how the the slingers, the little things that you can buy for your hands to help you on the attraction, that one of them is the spider ghost one, the one that belongs to Gwen Stacy. And I mentioned, hey, does this mean we're getting some kind of crossover into the multiverse? Because it's a Sony f- picture, you know? It's not a, an MCU mm-hmm. sort of thing. But one of the biggest Easter eggs that's in plain sight is this giant graffiti mural on the side of the building and if you look in the corner it's signed miles oh (laughs) which means that they're talking about miles morales's version of spider-man on this attraction and so i just keep wondering like okay well when are we going to start to see these other characters it's these types of things that imagineering hides for all of us to tease things that are coming in the MCU. Look, I I know I said earlier that the reason we chose Disneyland was because, you know, I want to feel the magic. There is a little part of me that's thinking like, dude, you should have gotten a a multi-day ticket because (laughs) you're going to regret not going for the next few months. So I will say that depending on how everything goes, if we're still able to go when we're planning, that I'm almost 
certain that I'm going to turn around that day and on the way home, I'm going to tell my wife, yeah, you better book the DCA one for like tomorrow. <laughs> like, I, I feel it just talking to you, Larry, and, you know, hearing how you felt about it, talking to some of our friends about, you know, going and how they're feeling. And I like I feel like I'm going to fall like into that trap hook, line and sinker and on the way home be like, all right. Yeah. Book DCA. We're going to Avengers Campus. We're doing this. It didn't happen that fast for us. It was funny. Uh, we got in the car, got home, and then we sat there, and we were like, man, that was awesome. We're going to things we got, and we thought, oh, it's starting again. It's like it's almost like you're catching something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like when you compare like cat, and you're like, I think. Oh. But you it's know, you the good that. kind of catching. Like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, immediately we were like, oh, no, we want to go back so bad. And it was not just – Disneyland it's like you said you're thinking oh Avengers Campus but I'll admit like you mentioned before seeing all the things that happen we're like they gotta work out the kinks and like I said it might be a lot more harder for you and I could totally see that because the kinks might be rolling pretty smooth by that point and yeah it would be a lot easier to say hey just uh put that thing online and get that thing rolling for tomorrow yeah yeah (laughs) I'd be for it man I'd be for it Ah, well, I mean, our our visits are hopefully coming very soon. We're going to keep monitoring how things go. Like Mel said, you know, anybody that had a hard time getting into Avengers Campus or had a hard time with your order, we're sorry. You know, I I can't imagine, you know, what it was like. I mean, I've had frustrating times before. I don't feel like I've had frustrating times in the park. Like, I think I've had more frustrating times like that at D23, you know, than anything else. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, growing pains is part of, you know, opening a new land. You know, plus the openings of the land are kind of in weird places. So it it just kind of bogs down traffic the way that it's currently set up to enter the land. So I can understand why it would be difficult to create these queues that have to be socially distant in order to get people into the land. So, you know, the proximity of where everything is opening, I think, I think played a really sadly played a, a really large part in why it was so difficult to create that queue for everybody. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know what it's going to be like crossing my fingers later. Like you said that, er, that the kinks are a little better by the time we go, but Hey, you just got to roll with the punches sometimes. You have to keep your expectations on check and just realize that as these things are happening, you have to be willing to wait a little longer. You have to be willing to, I don't know, bring a granola bar to keep you satisfied for a while while you're standing in line. But Forget a granola bar. I want a Choco Smash dude. now. Oh. <laughs> dude, that thing is insane. <laughs> I, I oh my god yeah. speaking of Avengers Campus I oh. saw the photos and and videos people were posting of that thing I have never wanted a piece of chocolate more in my life after seeing that thing <laughs> so good I oof, yeah I it does lend the question like you said earlier like I wonder how they're prepared and I wonder how they're ready to go because they can't just be frozen it would melt everything around it right it looks like magic and I'm not making that. <laughs> I was <gonna laughs> if you're say, thinking about candy, I don't care. like, and you're thinking about the way how big it is, like you mentioned before we were recording, is that it looks like someone's like 
almost holding like a hilt yeah <laughs> of star wars it's like <laughs> oh my god like how do they make this and it's just a candy right and it's funny because when you see the logos for choco smash right it looks so just weird branding like generic but then when you see the actual bar you're like dude i could totally go for it's so beautiful mm-hmm. okay, like, four three of those maybe if i could take it <laughs> it looks like this overgrown snickers it's like a bar. foot long you're gonna eat four oh, of it's them a foot long? yeah it's like a foot long i don't yes. know what i'm getting back in there and i gotta make sure it stays in the body yeah for a long time <laughs> and it will in the veins, it will the arteries did you know that on top of the chocolate like basically the top of it is a giant snickers bar right but the yeah. bottom yeah. is a brownie oh. <laughs> yeah oh. that's the best part <laughs> right mm. yeah uh, Man, I. All right, we got to stop. I'm getting hungry. I'm dying. Yep. <laughs> That's it. I got to go get me a brownie or something. I can't do this anymore. Wow. Just some wow. Wow. That, wow, that's a really big chocolate bar. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow, is that brownie? <laughs> wow, that's delicious. It looks like it's got peanuts and nougat inside. Wow. <laughs> all right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. So. If you want to join the conversation and talk about or comment on anything that, you know, we were talking about in this episode, head on over to Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Just search for Podcateers. But we'd love for you to join our community over on Discord. Again, if you have not joined us yet, you can head over to the blog post for the episode at podcateers.com slash 364. I'm going to do my best to not make the mistake that I made in the last episode where I mentioned the episode before that when I was plugging everything. (laughs) So, yeah, 364. If you have any questions, please feel free to send us a message. We'll be happy to help you out with any questions that you have. And uh, if you were there for the opening of Avengers Campus and you want to share a story, we'd we'd love to hear it. You can either send it on Discord, you can send us uh, a message, and we can share it in an upcoming episode. But we don't have to share your name if you don't want to. We can keep it anonymous. But, yeah, uh, again, after piecing everything together, that's kind of the best we could do, not actually being there. So uh, I, I want to try to be as fair as possible, and I don't want to just, you know, rain on the parade of the opening because it's it's awesome, right? It's an opening. It's the opening of a brand new land. You can't be angry at that. Although the people that had a bad time that day would disagree, you know. <laughs> but in general, yeah. super exciting. I'm happy that it's open. I can't wait to visit. Uh, any closing words before we wrap up this episode? Wow. Wow, <laughs> wow it's... I know that's all you can yeah. say, really. That's it. Wow. Wow. I mean, the ground's lit up. Mm-hmm. Walking into the Avengers Campus, the ground is Dude, lit up. Dude, that I mean, giant wow. arc reactor, it's like... Wow. Uh, yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> a part of me. <laughs> wow. Are they going to have a walk around when, when Loki comes out, uh, is released? Are we going to get a walk around Owen Wilson, agent, whatever his name is? Wow. That would be good. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's like Loki's handler and he just goes, wow. Maybe I want Miss Minutes. That's my biggest. <laughs> Loki's handler. Oh, it was so good. Oh, man, that was good. He's here for a meet and greet. Everybody. Oh, wow, he's here. Wow. wow. Yeah. It's Loki. <laughs> this is getting oh, out of hand. All right, that's going to wrap it up. So, until next time. Keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. Wow. <laughs> Avengers, <laughs> assemble. <laughs> wow. <laughs>